from GP Brand to Tommy B Broadcasting live on your frequency Giving you updates on these Georgia streets These are voices for the people that don't get to speak Issues, black news, the conversation's deep Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat iPods, Androids, or your laptop These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie Then came a long way from being homies on the block From afros and braids and now they at the top You want facts? This is where I get them from GP3 RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? And welcome back It is GP3 Round 97 GP3 homies in the on the block. What's up? Got to check in with my boy Rand. Rand, how you doing, man? Doing fine, and you? I'm doing great, man. Hey, let me let me give you kudos, man. Last uh, last week when we had Nabate on and we were talking NBA uh, Lakers, man, you were just. I mean, I was listening to the show and you know going through the show, pulling out highlight clips, man, and you were rolling, bro. How you know so much about the Lakers? <laughs> can, can you tell me that? Know. Can you tell me how much you know? I'm just a person like everybody else, man. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. You were Superman on the show, bro. But hey, welcome back, man. And and, and I got to really shout out uh, Nabate and his team uh, for getting on the show last week. And uh, also big thanks to Angelo Ellerby, man, for connecting us. And, 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 and a reminder uh, to everybody, if you enjoyed uh, Nabate on the show, man. His album comes out July 20th, um, Eclectic Excursions. And of course, you can go on and pre-order it as well, man. And, and it is a it's a phenomenal piece of work, man. I'm 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 uh, I'm glad, uh, you know, that somebody's carrying the mantle of trying to do good music. It's a good thing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to hear it myself, man. After hearing those uh, those clips yeah. uh, that you previewed last week, man, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a great uh, what is it? What they call it? An EP or album or CD or whatever? It's gonna be great. <laughs> no, it's it's a true album, man. You know, these little two cut, uh, three cut albums are you know just call those EPs. But you're absolutely right. I agree with you. Hey, man, you got any shout outs? I got a couple, man. I mean, you know, um, want to give a couple. Uh, one, I want to give a shout out to those over in Thailand, those uh, seals that rescued those uh, twelve boys and their coaches. Man, that was a phenomenal thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, give a shout out to Keenan Thompson, man. He was finally nominated for an acting Emmy Award after fifty years on Big SNL. time, big time. And you know what, man? Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, and he's from the ATL, born in the ATL. Um, that's right. And he doesn't always get credit for what he's done. Uh, you know, the length of time he spent on that show, he doesn't always get the credit. Yeah. yeah, and people don't realize he was there doing some of the lean. He's the glue that kept the show going. I agree. Uh, when the talent was not at the level that you know that you expect from SNL. Yeah. So um, uh, also, I want to give kudos to uh, London Breed. You know, she was last week as the mayor of San Francisco. You yeah. know, uh, the, the, the American woman who came from projects. Now she's running the city. Yeah, good for her. Uh, London, her well, London Breed, uh, San Francisco. She's the the new mayor. So definitely big kudos right. to her. Go, man. Um, 
Sasha Baron, man, uh, <laughs> on his show, <laughs> on his show, I'm exposing these people for who they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I was Luke. I was been watching Luke Cage, man. I want to give a shout out to them, man. They, they must have channeled must have into me, man. Oh yeah. Because they have a they have a club doing the same thing that New York Undercover did. They're bringing in new contemporary artists and having them uh, do songs. Yeah. I, mean, I, I saw this kid, uh, Kingfish, uh, was doing some BB King, and I saw. Uh, Repeat his name one more time. You, you broke up a little bit. Repeat his name because it definitely deserves to be mentioned. Repeat it one more time. He's a 19 year old kid. His name is. Crone Kingfish Ingram. He's a blues musician. Mm -hmm. And this kid is phenomenal, man. You're talking about honoring our elders. He's from Clarksdale, Mississippi. And uh, and he is taking up the man of blues. Yep. And uh, but really want to give the producers some credit, man, because they, you know, have artists such as Joy, D Nice, uh, Rakim, uh, Stephen Marley, Esperanza Spalding. They're utilizing these individuals the same way that New York Undercover did with Natalie's, man. I thought it was great. I agree. KRS-One was on there as well, right? KRS-One? Right. Yeah. Right. You got a couple birthday shout-outs, you know, uh, today as far as Whitaker's birthday. Yep. Uh, and tomorrow is going to be a phenomenal day. It's going to be the of uh, A&M. &A uh, Miss Ida B. Wells, you're talking about her magic. She, she said that right there, man, in terms of what she did with the press and media about uh, Lynch stuff. Okay, repeat that uh, one more time, man. Yeah. I mean, we we got uh, we got some storms rolling through, so um, you know he's uh, he's breaking Ida just be, a bit. Ida Wells, man. Yep, yep. And Ida B. Uh -huh. Wells, because because this is this is definitely important. So I want to make sure people get that. Repeat that one more time, man, so they can get that. Go yeah, uh, tomorrow will be her birthday, and and if you don't know who Ida B. Wells is, she's the the journalist who brought the nation's attention to of lynching, mm -hmm. and she changed the whole narrative. So you tell. Papa Magic, she, she was on the forefront of it, man. Absolutely. Um, the Banders has a birthday tomorrow, man. Who is that again? Barry Sanders. Oh, Barry NFL, Sanders. NFL great, man. From Detroit. I mean, well, the uh, play for the Detroit Lions. Yeah, for a while. Right, right. With some really bad, really bad teams. Really bad teams. Yeah. 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 Uh, very underappreciated. Uh, on the 17th, Diane Carroll and Muhammad Ali are celebrating birthdays. Cool. Uh, also, unfortunately, in 2014 was the July 17th with the death of Eric Gardner. Wow. Wow. And also for you, for you, you will know this on July 17th was the indictment of Wayne Williams for the missing and murdered kids in Atlanta. Yeah, man, that was in 1981. Uh, we grew up in all that. Uh, the missing and murdered kids. Um, I, I guess you call it scandal, controversy. Uh, that whole situation, man, was scary. You know, we were on lock. We were on lockdown as kids. You know, because of it. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. You got anything else, man? Uh, the, the justice is reopening uh, the Emmett Till case. Yeah, we're. I, I want to definitely make sure we mention that. Uh, we're gonna get to that. You're. You're absolutely right. And um, and and we. I, I am gonna mention it again later in the show. Uh, but last, uh, you know, we taped the show. We're doing this podcast. Uh, we're streaming live. Um, and, and also taping this for the podcast, but Sandra Bland um, died this past Friday, um, you know, July 13th. So, um, you know, definitely to her and her family and all the folks who, who followed and supported and continue to support, you know, justice in her name, um, you know, definitely remember her, her name, say her name and remember every, every uh, July 13th. We should. Anything right. else? 
No, that's it, man. Cool, man. Hey, um, I want to say next week, man, we've got the first lady coming on. A lot of you folks, you know, of course, you may not know first lady, man. She is um, like one of the first lady DJs of house. House, Stepper's set, based in Chicago, um, you know, Billboard awarded. Uh, she's going to be on the show, stop by, kind of talk about evolution of house music and so the house heads, you're a house head, man. Were you a house head? Live in Chicago, man. I used to go to house, house, house all the time. And, and, and you know, when every college student, no matter where you were around the country, probably around, I guess, late 80s, mid 80s, 90s, you, you got into house some way or another. So it wasn't, it might have been kind of focused on Chicago, but it was widespread, man. New York. Oh yeah, um, Detroit, New York, Chicago, Jersey. Those were like the cradles. Great man. Yep, big time. Uh, also, um, want to say shout out to Evie, our, our friend Evie. Evie's a friend of the podcast, and anybody who listens to the podcast, to our podcast in the Atlanta area, uh, she works with the board of directors, man, of uh, caring for others. And uh, they're doing a, a a shoe drive, a sneaker drive, man, and and they they got a pretty big goal trying to get 700 pairs of new sneakers for underserved right. kids going back to school. And I'll put this on our podcast page as well. Uh, but it's caring for others. That's caring with a four, not F-O-R, but the number four, others.org. And you can go there. You can make a donation if you don't live in the ATL. If you live in the ATL, you can find out how you can go buy and donate shoes. And, and this is good, man. A lot of folks are doing stuff. Uh, right around this season, I know our podcast is kind of out there. It's evergreen. But uh, for those who listen real time, you know, a lot of folks are going back to school, man. And there's a lot of pressure on kids to go back with new clothes. And a lot of families just can't afford it, man. It's, it, you know, a yeah. lot of this stuff's expensive. Yeah, she's only asking she's only asking $20. They struck a deal with the manufacturer yeah. to get some shoes for kids for $20, sneakers for $20. Yep, 20 bucks, man. So I'll have that on the podcast page, caringforothers.org. And uh, again, if you if you live in the ATL, you can you can go on and you can donate the time and go check it out, man. So, kudos to Evie. Hey, man, I'm a, I'm gonna jump right into this, bro. Um, Uncle Bob just gave us a a, a nice little uh, present going into the weekend. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, for it to be a witch hunt, we finding a whole lot of witches. That is the headline. What were your thoughts, man, on on this on this new indictment from 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 from, from Mr. Mueller? Um it's uh, putting the minister in the corner. Yeah. Um, uh, in other words, uh, now with this meeting coming up, um, the president had an opportunity to to cancel the meeting. Obama did one time. He canceled a meeting because because I think Russia invaded Crimea or something like Crimea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crimea. Um, and also too, it's um, it's really putting him in the corner. Um, because more and more people are, are coming to the scene. Uh, C. Stone said he thinks he was one of the ones admitted in the indictments. Uh, he's nervous right now. Yeah, Roger Stone. Um, Roger Stone, yep, big time. He's nervous. Yeah, yeah. nervous right now. And so um, this really putting, putting the, the Republicans in a corner because the guys who stood behind the president, number 45, now are, 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 are going to be... At, these questions as these midterms roll around. Yeah. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, people start asking law tests. Are you an American who, uh, an for the Russians? Yeah. So it's, 
it's a good thing. And, and so far, no Americans have, as, as, the, as the guy said on another day, yet. That's the key for No Americans have what? Repeat that one more time for me. I want to make sure we get No that. Americans have been named in the indictments as of yet. As of yet. Yep. Yep. And the key word is yet. Yet. Yep. Well, a couple of things and, and just a couple of key items, man. Um, one of the things that came up was, you remember that speech where, where Trump made the statement to Russia to find Hillary's missing emails? Everybody remembers that because, hell, it's on loop. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, in the news cycles now. Um, but, you know, he went out, he was at the rally and he said, basically, Russia, if you're listening, uh, find the emails, blah, blah, blah. Well, interestingly enough, uh, his statement was on the exact day that the Russian officials are accused of hacking Hillary Clinton's emails, uh, uh, hacking Hillary's team on the exact day uh, of the folks who were hacked. Uh, the indictment says that the Russian officials stole documents from uh, the the, D, uh, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, uh, the Democratic National Committee, committee, and of course Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. Um, the hackers are part of the Russian military intelligence agency, and they were using false identities. They were, you know, ha- they had hacked a bunch of Americans, and they were using these false identities to to infiltrate. Um, and they use cryptocurrency. They use bitcoins. To, to use uh, uh, the fact that they were hacking and pay people. Uh, congressional candidate, it also was determined, requested the stolen documents from the hackers. Um, the indictment alleges that a candidate uh, for Congress requested stolen documents from the hackers. And uh, interesting, Rand, you know, the hackers targeted state voting systems, and Georgia was among the states that actually got uh, or was targeted. Uh, you know, of course, we do the show out of Atlanta. Uh, so it was interesting. The indictment said two named defendants knowingly conspired to hack computers of U.S. quote unquote persons, state agencies and companies involved in overseeing the 2016 election. Uh, these included State Board of Elections, Secretary of State, U.S. companies that supplied software and other technology related uh, to the administration of U.S. elections Um according to the indictment. So, you know, you're absolutely right, man. It does put him in a corner uh, because this is very specific, even though it doesn't mention anyone, quote unquote, within the U.S. The actions of this is probably the most specific Mueller has rolled out in terms of actions that were committed. And and he has to he kind of has to acknowledge this. (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, we take the show on Sunday so the, the day that we're taping is the day prior to the meeting with, um, with, with Putin. So, you know, we'll see how it turns out. You know, it, it's definitely going to be interesting, man. Um, well, you know, the sad thing, hearing anything from our government in terms of how they're going to uh, stop this. Yeah, that's sad. Because, because not only, Rand, are we talking about the things that were done in the past, but the, what is it, the... This, the uh, our intelligence folks are already sounding the alarm now that it's being done in preparation for midterms. I mean, they're they're saying right now these guys are already preparing to do it again in 2018, and and we still have people in denial who are still calling it fake news. You know who they are. 
That's all I got to well, say. It's not, it's, it's, not only, it's not only them, but I'm just thinking about the congressional leaders and the senators that I agree. we have currently in place. I agree. I it's mean, not, it's not, it's not just the ones, They're complicit. They're the ones can actually, they're com- just as complicit. They're not doing anything. Yeah, 100%. I heard that they I heard increased the budget mm-hmm. a million dollars, but you know, half a million dollars when it comes to cybersecurity is nothing. Nothing, man. Nothing. And um, they had an expert on uh, a guy who had actually been an undercover um, agent for the Kremlin. And uh, he was saying, we're not ready. And he he pulled out a cell phone, you know, a smartphone. And he says, this is the weapon. This is how this is the weapon that's going to be used against us. The smartphone, you know, so we'll see how it goes. Again, I mentioned, man, I'm going to give a couple of briefs and we'll get into a couple of other big items. But um Again, I mentioned three years ago on this past Friday, man, Sandra Bland, a 28-year-old African-American woman was found hanged in a jail cell, Waller County, Texas, um, you know, July 13, 2015, three days after being arrested during a traffic stop. Um, her death was ruled a suicide, but it's very suspicious even to this day. Um, and of course, you know, followed by protests against her arrest, disputing the cause of death. And, of course, alleging uh, racial violence against her and, and the hashtag say her name, you know, hashtag say her name. Sandra Bland is still out there and, and still pretty active. So, you know, in memory of Sandra Bland, we definitely need we definitely need to continue to follow this and, and, and put pressure on our justice system to uh, to make sure that we're following up. Um, the other thing, man, and, and I'll just kind of this is my childhood, man. You remember Sugar Smacks, right? Dig them. The, yeah. OK. Salmonella, and I have you heard this story about the Salmonella outbreak? In yeah, yeah, I was, I, I was, I was shocked. Say what now? I was shocked. I'm mean, happy. I, I never thought about cereal having Salmonella. Salmonella, and and they don't call it sugar smacks anymore. Growing up, you know, they called now they call it honey smacks. Uh, but there's a Salmonella outbreak for 15 ounce, 23 ounce boxes, man, and um, the the best if used before dates are like June 14th, 2018 through June 14th, 2019. Uh, the big states that are mentioned are California and a bunch of states in the Northeast. And they've already had 20, uh, 73 people infected in the 31 states. Um, but it's a big wow. deal. It is a big deal. Big and deal. and I know, man, you know, we used to, you know, black folks eat cereal at the box. You ever, you know, if it was sweet and, and kids, you know, eat, eat, we don't even, I mean, we skip the milk sometimes on on the, uh, you know, the, the, the sugar smacks, the honey smacks, the frosted flakes, not necessarily frosted flakes, but maybe the, God, the Cap'n, Cap'n Crunch and stuff like that. So you really have to watch what's in your cabinets, man. Salmonella outbreak is real. So just pay attention. I wanted to make sure we mentioned that because I know. A lot of us eat sugar cereals, so, okay? Um, hey, just a quick mention there. Mary J. Blige has, Blige has a new cutout. And, and let me play it. I'm going to play a little bit of this for you, Rand, and, and see okay. if you can recognize. Have you heard it? You heard it yet? No. All right, no. this is her new cut. You recognize this, man? Hang, hang on. Let's see if I can get it here. Uh. Yeah, man, that's Mary J. Blige, man. Dr. Love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First choice. 
back in the day, 1977. So Mary's kind of doing a throwback. And I think that's cool, man. You know, it kind of breaks the monotony of some of the other R&B that's out well, there. Well, you, you, you remember her first one, Once the 411. Yep. Uh, she did a lot of throwbacks on that album. She absolutely did. I mean, You Remind Me was um, Roy Ayers, wasn't it? Uh, or, or no, Patrice Russian. She um, she did. She used the music for from Patrice Russians. Remind me. So, yeah, I mean, Mary and she did another first choice song. Uh, if you all if you remember, Let No Man Put Us Under by First mm-hmm. Choice. She did that as a remake on her album. So kudos to Mary, man. I love Mary. I'm, I'm happy she's back. And I hope this does well for her, man. Um, another thing, man, a whole lot of melanin at the Emmys. 29 black actors named in various categories shattered the record from last year of 17. Uh, and uh, I hope Cecily Tyson, Cicely Tyson, gets something. Um, but I, I pulled up. You can see my screen, Rand. Can, can you? Yeah. Man, this is phenomenal, dude. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Sterling, K. Brown, um, Jeffrey Wright, Tracy Ellis, Issa Rae, Tandy Newton, uh, Donald Glover, Anthony Anderson, Paperboy. Uh, you just mentioned Keenan Thompson. It's just a bunch of really deserving, um, you know, Viola Davis. Uh, John Legend is nominated for um, God's Jesus Christ Superstar on multiple levels, and um, as well as Cat uh, Williams is in there. Did you know that? <laughs> it might have been because it was that uh, Alligator that, uh, Man. That, uh, Alligator Man, yeah. Yeah, that's why he's nominated. So kudos, man. Uh, a record 29. And um, just good great, stuff. You know, I, I hope it's not more room for disappointment. I hope we have, you know, room for celebration based on all those, you know, Wanda Sykes. And, of course, Tiffany Haddish is in there as well. So kudos to all the folks who were nominated. Hey, man, I want to, um, and I know you heard about this, Puffy. And we talked a little bit about it, Puffy, Puffy uh, in Variety, the interview him raging against the machine, uh, kind of the machine he built to some extent. But a couple of things that came out of this I want to mention, um, and and I want your thoughts, and I'll give you my thoughts as well. But a couple of things that came out of the interview, um, uh, Puffy made a comment on hip-hop's commercial dominance, uh, especially streaming. Uh, You have these record companies that are making so much money off our culture, our art form, but they're not investing or even believing in us for all the millions, billions of dollars that these black executives have been able to make them. There's still hesitation to put them in top level positions. Uh, They'll go and they'll recruit cats from overseas. Okay. That's, that's one of the thoughts Um, on the current music business landscape in which he of course came of age. uh, There was segregation as well as blatant blatant racism. And there still is. Uh, he mentioned that Black Panther was a cruel experiment because we live in 2018 and it's the first time that the film industry gave us fair playing field on a worldwide blockbuster and the hundreds of millions it takes to make it. Um, he talks about harnessing the means of production is the only way forward and organizing principle uh, of his various businesses. And I've heard you talk about this in, in some of your posts uh, that you do uh, for your company and venture capital money. Uh, he said, we only get 5% of the venture capital invested in things that are Black-owned, Black-owned businesses, Black-owned ideas, Black-owned IP, which is intellectual property. Uh, you can't do anything without money, without resources, but when we do get the resources, we overdeliver. And on gentrification of his home neighborhood of Harlem, 
He mentions gentrification is heartbreaking. When I go back to New York, the energy doesn't feel the same. The nightlife, the excitement, the provocativeness in Harlem, you feel that even though the community has gotten displaced and shrunk, like where are the black people at? What are your thoughts, man? Did you did you check out that article and, and some of the things he's saying? Does he have a point? He has a point on all. I mean, the first the first thing you mentioned is something I've said a long time ago. Is uh, they don't respect us. They just want our money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, they just want. I mean, they look through us. They look around us. They look over us, but they don't look at us. Mm-hmm. Um, the music industry again. It's he's right that there's there's a lot of segregation in the music industry. I mean, the way they view the charts, the way it comes down to the awards. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, it, you know, he's he's right. In terms of uh, the investment, you know, um, that's one of the areas he can actually make a change himself. You know, mm-hmm. Jay Z and all these other cats who have all this tremendous amount of wealth, you know, why don't be like richly, you know, form a, an investment pool? Yeah, and okay. and, and give and money start, to deserving small businesses, startups. I mean, they can do that. I mean, he could, you know, he want to make a change in terms of gentrification. Why don't he? business shop up in Harlem. Yeah. He's tried. Did he own, uh, and I'm not sure, I think he he's opened up some restaurants in various cities, and I, I'm pretty sure he had something there, but you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, most, of, most of the licensing arrangements, man, most of them, yeah. he, he's just licensing his name. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, you know, he, everything he says is true, mm-hmm. but, you know, he, he could do some himself. I mean, uh, you know, it's that only take, I mean, he, he could, he, you know, Investment capital is a big issue to him. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't these invest? Yeah, why don't they invest? Themselves. Yeah. You know? And you know, Jay-Z speaks to this a lot uh, in terms of pooling money when he talks about title and some of the things that he's doing. And and I, I agree. I mean, put put the beefs aside, put the differences aside, come together and, and, and try to, you know, establish funds that can help. You know, I, I, I agree. And, and that's what, you know, Rand, that's what people are saying, I think, in the communities when they read the article. What can you do? I mean, you, you've got you've been an owner. You're an owner. You know, you, 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 you've made a lot of money, you know, and you've got friends who have a lot of money. You know, what can you yeah, do? I, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I understand um, they have certain and stuff, but, you know, it's, it's only so much lossing, you know, you can do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, with all these athletes signing these, you know, six and seven, eight, nine million, you know, figure deals. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether it's their agents that are, you know, whether it's Rich Paul or, 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 or Rick. I mean, these guys, they all of them can sit down in the room and do something, man. Yeah. I mean, Le- it, LeBron it is doing something. stuff out and now that he's become a Laker. I mean, he's been doing stuff all along, but he's starting to right, kind right. of speed up the process. What, yeah. I, I think a lot of. He's doing some individual things, but this is about achieving scale now. Yeah, I it's agree. It's about us, you know, you can still do your individual, but let's pull our resources together and create scale. I mean, the fact is that, you know, these athletes are making such big deals. Why can't they form their own apparel company that rivals Nike? Yeah. You I, know? I agree. Uh you know, stuff like, I mean, you know, I know I might be talking out of my head, right? But I mean, there's some things that, that can be done. Invest in, you know, inv- do like the Jews do. You know, we have over 100 HBCUs. Mm-hmm. Jews only have like two or three. Like two and or they three. plow their 
Yeah, yeah, two or three colleges. Yeah, yeah. So there's a a concentration of wealth within those few colleges. Go ahead. Right. So saying we need to shut some HBCUs down, that's a discussion. What I'm saying is these guys could pool resources together and work with an organization such as the UNCL to endow these universities because HBCUs need are endowment dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, endowment dollars keeps the organization rolling. That's what they can invest. Uh, you know, giving out uh, Band-Aid dollars is, is, is not helping the situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, no one wants to give out endowment dollars. You give out endowment dollars, your name is not on a bill. It's not an, it's, you, you know, they call a sim after you. Yeah. So, you know, so, you know, it's, I mean, but he, he's absolutely right, man. I mean, I can, I can see his frustration. He's been in the game long enough. You know, he was there when Andre Harrell was, was struggling, keeping uptown, yeah. Yeah. you know, so he, he knows, he knows what we're talking about. Yeah. And when, when it's amazing because you'll see, Clive, I mean, recently Sony bought back Arista and Clive Davis is right there. And Clive is like 86. You know, he's still going, still, you know, still, still being given the capital and the opportunity to, to, to do these kind of things. Nothing, you know, nothing against them. And I I do want to go just kind of piggyback going into this, the Kylie Jenner and Forbes controversy um, about the self-made billionaire uh, quote, where Kylie is, is right at $900 million in terms of her wealth. At 21, she's set to be the youngest ever uh, self, quote unquote. Now, this is from Forbes, self-made billionaire. It just made some people fire hot, man. It made it pissed a whole lot of people off. One of the well, ladies, you know what, go ahead. And I'll, what, caught, go, what caught me, bro? The fact is, they put up a GoFundMe and up a raise a hundred million dollars, man. Yes, dude. That 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 just kind of even kind of you know spit on the grave, pissed on the grave even more. You know, it was like, but Brittany Packett, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, advocate uh, member, she mentioned in a tweet, uh, you can get on, and she's referring to, 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 to Jenner, you can get on the cover of Forbes and be a young billionaire by selling the features, style, and swag that black women have always possessed but got called ghetto for it. Uh, and then she went on, you know, to say the problem isn't Kylie. The problem is America. If she didn't exploit it, someone else would have. Um, and uh, she went on to call out uh, how once Jenner made her her fortune, how much, you know, when she made her money, the lip fillers went away. The tan went away. And uh, she, she, you know, she did what, what Miley Cyrus did, where Miley Cyrus did a quick embrace of hip hop. And then she ditched it to the side and went country. When when the image was no longer profitable, she ditched it, and and she went. She goes on to say something else that honestly, you know, quote, Chris uh, Jenner is an and, and that's the mom is an evil genius because uh, she understands that in America proximity to black culture will make you richer than being black ever will, and that's a that's a damn profound quote. Do you get that, Rand? She says proximity well, it's a, it's a, it's a, to black culture will make you richer than being black ever will. And, and you know, it was, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, just think about back in the '90s, man. What was that? The CNN and the Fox, UPN. Oh, absolutely. They they launched, you know, yeah, U, that, UPN, that, that, the WB, that, yeah, and Fox. Going, that kept the, those networks alive. And and yeah. and you can uh, another example is close to home is when Oprah got in that production deal with Tyler, Tyler Perry. Yep. You know. Yep. I she, mean, that kept that that kept her alive. Some point, Oprah owns network was a. Very bland network had a, you know it was trying to appeal to white women out yeah. there, 
where and, it's um, where it's already oversaturated. He, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Go ahead, man. And once you brought the Tyler Perry stuff in there, the black culture, people start flocking to that network. She started getting those uh, ad dollars, and bam! Now she made her money. Guess what? Tyler ended up pushed out the door. Yeah. Don't no longer needs him. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it, you know, I remember I was doing multicultural marketing back in the day. We used to always say this: black and brown innovate. Everybody else perpetrate. They, you know, we we saw that it's it's um when you think of our culture, man. Gerald earlier, a historian out of Washington, in uh, saying look at this: when people look at our culture, they're going to see a couple things: baseball, jazz, hip hop, and the Constitution. Mm. Okay, of four, three of them African Americans have played a pivotal role in. Yeah. Hmm. Deep. Hey, man, you, you know, know what? I, I had a in speaking of all that, um, I had a guest on on You Need to Know, um, young female, you know, in that millennial range, uh, black female. And and she owns a uh, she's a vegan and she owns a vegan website where she does meal prep and recipes. It's called Might Be Vegan. Kimberly Barnes. I want to play a little bit of what she said, because because we, we got into this and, and hang on. I'm going to play a little bit of this for you. OK. What's the challenge okay. that young black women have in terms of entrepreneurship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you brought up the Kylie Jenner example because I was talking with a friend of mine about her story. And I believe it was Time Magazine who featured her saying that she Which would be Forbes, the next youngest self-made billionaire. Yes, correct. And I thought that was just really interesting, the language that they used mm -hmm. from that. Okay. Hang on, let me, let me, let me, okay. And I found that language very inaccurate. Um, because Kylie is not self-made. Mm, okay. um, Kylie is a a reflection or the culmination of um, many, many years and many reputations built on top of each other. Okay. We're talking now OJ and then um, the father who's now... Um, mother number two, and then we're talking Kim Kardashian. So you've got this platform, like she did not begin from zero. Right. She, as a teenager, she was on television. Mm -hmm. How yeah. many teenagers do we know that are on television? Not Absolutely. very many. Yep. Um, then she moved from being on television and having people follow her and, in, and interested in her to she skyrocketed when she was able to um, modify her body mm -hmm. to look more um, how she felt like she was inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when you put all of that together, you put all of the, the wealth that is in that family mm -hmm. and you put together the reputations that they've built, um, the, uh, relationship equity that they have. Now you have someone who's 21 who can walk out and say, okay, I have an idea. Will it fly? And then be amazing at it. Right. Now, what don't black women have mm -hmm. all of yeah. that? Yes. We yeah. don't have the we don't have the funding we don't have though the relationship capital that's necessary for to make these big moves like she did mm -hmm. um we don't have necessarily um and i say this as a blanket statement obviously there are people who don't fall under this category correct yeah. uh, but we don't necessarily have the blind support mm -hmm. that kylie had right because i think that's the thing that when you have a certain level of celebrity People support you no matter what you do. Right. And, and, and you, you as a as a black female without the name recognition or name value, 
um, you're, you're asked, you're, you're placed under more scrutiny. Would you say? I mean, most most uh, startups are, are placed yes, under much absolutely. more scrutiny. Yeah. Absolutely. So you have yeah. to still prove yourself. So, um, you know, with, with Content Park, I find myself always having to prove myself in a room full of people who don't know me. Interesting, man. What'd you think? Telling the truth, man. I mean, just like I told us the other day, I said, you have to it. What's always given, quote, benefit of the doubt? And they're always a, a granted opportunities based on potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the other hand, have to have expertise and experience. And she said so many profound things, man, because, you know, I could, I could build a case. You know what? Brains is a self-made close to billionaire. Repeat that name again. Who's that? LeBron James. Yes, he is. He's I self-made. Agree. He's self-made. Yeah. He didn't come from... Tiger I mean, Woods. Tiger. Michael Jordan. Yeah. All these individuals are self-made. You yeah. know? And, and she's absolutely right. This young lady, one of the relationships, was given so many free passes. It's capital, internal capital. Borrowing money even just from a sister. You know? Uh, she can do it. And the fact is that she's, she's able to own 100% of her company. Whereas she, unfortunately people like Rihanna have to get licensing deals. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I just wanted to, uh, I thought, you know, Kimberly Barnes, again, she has a, uh, a vegan, she owns a, uh, a vegan website called might And, and she mentioned her company, uh, content park where they create content for different companies. Um, but but I thought I mean, she was spot on, man. Yeah. Back up, man. I've been into several of these incubators in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and these incubators are the most unwelcoming place <laughs> yes. for people, African Americans. These business incubators. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 amazing how kind of hostile. These, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say it's hostile. <laughs> it's, it's it's very polite racism. Um, you know how micro uh, micro. <laughs> micro yeah a lot of my, uh, <laughs> micro microaggressions and how say, yeah. great <laughs> ideas are pitched by african americans but somehow they're nitpicked to death whereas uh a white male or a, a, an asian uh pitches an idea of a napkin and is viewed as uh the next coming yeah yeah interesting man i think you know, I'm, I'm, I'm again, you know, I never hate on folks who, you know, create companies, entrepreneurship. But I think, you know, the biggest thing here is just the use of the language and the positioning of the individual as as a as a, as a self-made billionaire. You know, and, and that's where I think a lot of people more than anything, I think that's where people, you know, really got offended. And they should be. I, I, I think they should be. I, I, I side with that. All right, man. Um, the White House, man. Uh, let's go on and jump into it. You mentioned uh, the Justice Department is investigating reopening the Emmett Till case. Um, of course, we mentioned this in the podcast that last year the woman who accused Emmett Till uh, admitted she lied, and and that you know more than sixty years after his death, her name's Carol Bryant Donham admitted she made false claims about Till during the testimony. Do you think? A Sessions-run Justice Department is going to handle this properly. Oh hell no, man! I think first thing get it, get into that, man. I'm really disappointed in the author. Uh, this guy um, interviewed her, I think, in 2008 or four, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he been 
this tape because he's writing a book. Now he did what? Repeat that one more time. Again, we're having some stories. He's writing writing, a book. He's writing a book Mm -hmm. about Emmett Till. I think it's Blood of Emmett Till. And he did an interview with her. And he had this interview for several years. Now he's released a book. Now, you know, he's trying to make something out of it. But the woman has passed. They had an opportunity. He had an opportunity to come forward and say, hey, I did an interview with this woman. And here's a confession right here. How many years passed? How many years passed before he he actually uh, divulged the information? How many years went by? It was more than two to three years. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Because he really right. only did it to sell his book. Am I correct? Right. Damn. But anyway, um, I, I agree. The author, uh, as well as you know, is this thing going to be in the right hands? Uh, and and um, it's just going to be interesting to see how it's handled. I think we we need to closely watch how it's handled, um, you know, and and I, I, I just don't trust Sessions, man. It, it just, you know, something bothers me about a case like this being in the hands of, of this administration. That's what bothers me. I'm, I'm happy that it's being uncovered, but it's just, you know, interesting. All right. Um, of course, uh, you know, we, we did our podcast last week and, and um, you know, 45 named his uh, new uh, justice, uh, Supreme Court nominee, Bill Kavanaugh. Uh, he's a conservative uh, jurist. Uh, he served on the U.S. Court of Appeals for, for D.C. since 2006. Uh, he was a clerk for the retiring Anthony Kennedy. Um, and unfortunately, he's being compared to Scalia. <laughs> that ain't good. He's more Scalia than Kennedy. Uh, thoughts on that, man? You hear anything? Or- well, one of the things is he has he has probably the longest paper trails and, and they're already uncovering evidence in this paper trail review, uh, how he feels about presidents being called, uh, being subpoenaed. Yeah. So I think that was one of the things right there that, that was in his favor. Um, the best thing that Democrats hope for now is to slow the process down uh, for the midterms. Yes. Um, Trump's going to get his conservative member. That that's a given right there. Uh, the best the Democrats can do is slow this, slow this down. Yeah. But what they really need is for white women to step up to the plate. Yeah, I agree. They need the white women. I mean, we literally need to flood uh, the Senate office, congressional offices, uh, about our disdain for this guy, our our concern for this guy. Because but what's coming up is, is Roe is Roe versus Wade. In a lot right. Of, yeah. Okay. And, and there's a lot of them too. Not only, yeah. You know, I think this Democrats need to take a page out of the Republican strategy and make this a single issue, um, a nominee. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, and 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 go after him. Yeah. Um, and so, but I know right now many of the Democratic guys are grandstanding right now because mm-hmm. um, they're trying to run for political office. If they really want to make it. A, be to himself. Be the one to slow this down. Yeah, slow it down. Be the one to to, uh, to derail it. Make them. You know, that's what. That's how you're going to win this thing. Hey, let me ask you a question regarding slowing it down. Do you think Mueller's investigation and maybe uncovering um, some criminal activity within the White House could possibly slow it down? Because there's some people who have expressed concern over. Uh, Kavanaugh being 
nom- well, being nominated or approved based on some of the things he said in terms of uh, the president not being able to be convicted while in office or subpoenaed while in office. That's coming. You know, up. I, I don't I don't know if it, I, I think it, you got to fight on multiple. I think uh, the Mueller investigation, if the Democrats were smart, they would start seed of how can a president under investigation be given the opportunity to nominate a Supreme Court justice? Agreed. Yeah. You know, what credibility do they have? Um, you know, if the Mueller increases the campaign some, was more impactful indictments and convictions, I think that can help. Mm-hmm. But I would, you know, you really got to go after these the local senators and congressmen. Yeah, I agree. You, 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 again, you, you got, you know, what's happening is we are seeing a potential conservative, more conservative than the country, mm-hmm. you know, and we need to figure out how to make that message resonate with the base. Remember, Washington doesn't make changes. Changes make Washington. Yeah. So we have to, I heard today, Superman, the Avengers, Batman, Martin, Malcolm, Gandhi ain't saving us right on this. No. We got ourselves and the way we got it is we got to get out there. Yeah. Got to get out there. Got to vote. Got, got to put pressure on the current people as well as the people who are running. Agreed. Uh, it was a busy week for 45, man. You had NATO, the Queen, uh, of course, Putin. Uh, we're right up against the uh, the big Putin, quote unquote, uh, summit. Um, what do you think? The and, and a couple of things. I'll take one at a time. NATO. Um, disrespect. Just oh, it's disrespect, man. It's, it, you're inviting someone to your house and they basically tell you your food is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he did to Teresa, Teresa sure. May. Man. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what he did to Teresa May, man, was just the right foul. And and quite honestly, he's so stupid he doesn't understand. Don't pay the United States. No, they don't. NATO is fun. And if you look at where Repeat that one more time. Can you say that? Can you say that for the people one more time about NATO? Doesn't pay. NATO is a point fun where everyone puts in. Yes. The United States is not old money. This is not like a mob ball saying you miss a payment. Yeah. You know, this is a fund, and they set an agreement by a certain time period, the countries are going to pay 2% of their GDP. Mm-hmm. And about a third of those countries are already at that level. Yeah, yeah. So I don't understand why no one is trying to correct this. Then I thought he probably doesn't understand what the words NATO mean. What? Yeah, he doesn't know what NATO means. But by the way, I, I, think, you know, I think the press is making an attempt. But uh, that's pretty much about it. I mean, you know, in terms right. of, you know, uh, the administration or, or the communications division of, of the administration, you know, they're not making any attempt to correct. They're just going along with the with the gaslighting. Yeah. With the lie. And his staff, man, they are so they on pins and needles, man. Yeah. They don't know what to what to say. And oh, I saw I, it. I yeah. They, 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 they what, what's her name? Kate Bailey Hutchinson was on camera. Yeah. And she she and, had that and, look um, on her face like Kelly. That. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but I did hear that 
Lisa May literally had to beg the queen to meet with this guy. Yeah, the queen didn't. The queen, you could tell she even when they were walking, like when they were, I guess, reviewing. What do you call the the, the soldiers, man? The troops. The, the he guard. actually was walking in front of her. That's that's oh. uh, protocol. Yeah, he broke protocol with that. But I don't think the queen cared. I think she just wanted to, to let's get this done. She had that look on right. Her face. She, she she did not want to meet with him, and they had to have her because they were afraid to have it in London. Yeah. Oh, London was a mess. Uh, you know the the protest, uh, baby baby Trump, uh, the big balloon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, yeah, was, that, it was it was crazy, man. It's just an embarrassment, man. That's all it is. It's just a, it's just a, an embarrassment. Yeah. Shout out to my folks in the UK who check out the show every week. We appreciate it. Would love your thoughts on it. <laughs> Could you make it to work? Because <laughs> it was, I'm like, damn, they got everything blocked. Yeah, so um, the pardoning and just a couple of things, man, and we'll wrap it on, on the White House. Uh, I know y'all get sick of it, but, you know, quite frankly, here's the thing. I think you need to know. Uh, you know, I, I, I do the White House turns, even though it makes my stomach turn. Um, because I think there are some things that, that people aren't aware of. And, and because there's so much lying and gaslighting, I think it's important that, you know, the, the, the truth is out there. And a lot of these news outlets are trying. I'm a little disappointed in CNN, and I'll tell you why in a few minutes. Uh, but I am disappointed in CNN, especially the way that question was, was you know, was handled. Uh, definitely uh, John Roberts with Fox. Uh, never again. I, he, he, uh, I lost, I never had any respect, but whatever negative respect I had is gone even more negative. So, um, but he pardoned 45 and his administration pardoned the guys. You remember the Oregon standoff, the big yeah. 41 day thing. He pardoned Dwight and Stephen Hammond, the guys who put that on. So the, I think it's pronounced Mahler national wildlife refuge. Uh, this was like an early 2016, the, the cattle ranchers, they were pardoned. The other thing is the, the Justice Department uh, is appealing the AT&T Time Warner $80 million deal. Um, they're going they're going to repeal that. What do you think? Uh, uh, appeal. What do you think the um, the chances are that that's going to be appealed? I don't think so. Too much money is being made in this partner. And it's already done. It's kind of like they're going to try to reverse it, trying to reverse uh, and I heard some folks talking about it, on, you know, some of the talking heads, and they were basically saying, look, uh, reversing is 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 three times more difficult than even trying to block. So the other thing I want to mention, Rand, and, and I'd, I'd love your thoughts on this before we wrap up the White House. You saw what happened with CNN, correct? How uh, he refused a question from CNN. Oh, I, I saw a clip of yeah, basically fake news. Yeah, know. yeah, the fake news thing. Here's my when he was thing. tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, here's my thing, and I'm just that. Uh, why doesn't uh, CNN's gonna have to? They're gonna have. You know, you ever you ever see Curb the Enthusiasm? And yeah. J, and JB Smooth. What, what what's his term like? Get in that ass. <laughs> you know, we need mm -hmm. we need. They they need to man up, and and I think. In my opinion, AT&T's weapon or opportunity against the administration is CNN. And I just don't think CNN is strong enough. They need it needs to be a, it needs stronger leadership and just, you know, it needs a stronger. They need stronger people, reporters. Um, you know, it's just too weak. It's, and, and you mentioned well, you I mentioned it several the, times. The question, too middle of the question road. Becomes, 
Go ahead. Even though this is a merger, yeah. Who's re- who's really running the place? Well, AT and T guys. Well, somebody right now because you know CNN, in my opinion, that's their vehicle to truly fight this battle, and it's not being done properly. I just don't think it's being done properly. You know, I think well, Fox I mean, is doing much better. You know, MSNBC is doing with Power. Rachel Maddow and and some of the folks. And what's his name, Chris at night. Uh, doing much better. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of just how they handle what they're saying, their demeanor, uh, you know, but go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish. Go ahead and finish your thought. You know, it, it, which entity is in power and how much leverage the, uh, the Azers have in this process. Um, because that's how they're going to control time Warner. I mean, whether they're going to weaken it or strengthen it. Cause at the end of the day, they got to get ad dollars. You know, like you said with Roland, and some of the other forces that we've talked about in the past, they felt hamstrung by the networks because the networks were beholden to these big corporations for ad dollars. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably part of the reason with, with, with CNN, with okay. the uh, AT&T deal, mm-hmm. that's going to impact them. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if they become more like Fox. It wow. wouldn't shock me at all. Damn. Cause they don't need another conservative network. You've got Sinclair, you've got, yeah, between between yeah. Sinclair and um, and Fox, that's enough. State run. Yeah, <laughs> right. Interesting. Okay, uh, just a couple of things, man. Uh, and and you, you know, the where's the love segment. I mean, you've heard about the ninety uh, two year old who was struck with a concrete brick on July fourth. Uh, the Puerto Rican woman wearing the Puerto Rico t shirt in Chicago. Um, you know, last month, man, um, it was captured on film where people were harassing her on, and it was on Facebook live, harassing her for wearing a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A Puerto Rico t-shirt. And of course she's an American and she's an American. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Puerto Rico is America, you know, but you know, this is on tape. And of course, Sonny, you know, Sonny Hostin from the view, um, on ABC, man, uh, she was at a um, her her vacation home, a rented home, celebrating the fourth. And about twenty kids uh, saw her and started yelling the N word at her and her friends. Um, and and they were saying, "This is America. We are patriots. This is our holiday." All that kind of stuff. You know, it was it was um, you know. But wh- where's dude? You know, where's the love? Is, you know, when you hear all this stuff, and, and I know Will Smith was saying before, racism hasn't necessarily increased. It's just that we, we're seeing more of it because of technology. Do you agree that it's technology or has the tone truly shifted? I, I agree, man. I mean, the, the um, I think we've been more brazen to talk about it. And then with technology, um, you're seeing it more. And also with technology, uh, you have more cameras. Behind, cameras. as I call it, the keyboard courage, yeah. you know, um, you know, if you notice, um, even our president, uh, he talks a lot, uh, about NATO, but if you notice when he talks about NATO this past week, uh, Macron said he never said it to him in front of our faces. No, he didn't. You, did you notice how he was dealing with the press conference? I don't know if you saw it with, uh, Theresa May versus that interview he did with the son. Did you notice the difference? <laughs> In his tone, oh, yeah. his demeanor. 
Well, you know, you remember when he was a candidate, he flew down to Mexico? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he met with the Mexican, Mexican president. That, and that guy's like half his size. Yeah. And, but, uh, and he basically said, you better go kick rocks. Hmm. And you notice his demeanor? Yeah, his, his demeanor was like, okay. Well, I mean, he, he, he's a bully. I mean, that, that's that's what he is. He's, he's a bully. He's a coward. And, um, and I think people are noticing that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Particularly other world leaders. Do you, and, you know, yeah. a lot of these world leaders are in a dilemma. Many of them thought that they could just uh, play and that that would work. And they found out they can't trust it. So I think like um, what's the woman, uh, Angela Merkel and Macron are basically saying, oh, game on now. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I'm going to tell it like it is. You know, I was I was trying to be your boy. I suck to you. I see how you are. Hey. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely Harvey Two-Face, bro. You know, Harvey oh, yeah. Two-Face. Hey, uh, oh, yeah. you, and you know what's going to happen with Putin, man. We get the true story out of that, out of that meeting. Oh, we're not going to get the true story, is what you're saying? Oh no, 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 no. You know, well, he's going to he's the hyperbole. Putin is going to say his agenda, so you never go. The the people that you really want to interview are the two translators who are going to be in the room. That's what you want. You want to kidnap them as soon as the the thing is over. The meeting is over. Yeah, because you know what I heard. Uh, and, and there are a couple of folks who don't want and they're, de they're Democratic. And I, I think it is to some extent bipartisan based on this this new Mueller investigation coming out or the, the Mueller indictments. They don't want him in the room alone with Putin. Based on this. You know, and, and that and when they say alone, not just with the translators, but they want a neutral party. To, to to be a, a moderator or uh, somebody to be there to to definitely make sure that everything's on the up and up. There's some there's some concern. So we'll see. But in in, in regards to, to where's the love, I want to wrap it and and, and ask, um, I, you know, or or just make a statement. I, I'm just you know my biggest concern is with all these things happening, man. I've I've seen TD TD Jakes out there, but the faith based community, in my opinion, is dropping the ball. I, I just think they're dropping oh, the ball, man. They're cowards, man. They're cowards. They are. They are just. I mean, they if if they are just incredibly dropping the ball in situations like this where they should, you know, because government, you know, the government is not going to regulate how people act. But I think a lot of these churches, a lot of these, uh, you know, these faith based organizations need to step up and 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 call this stuff out and and be, be let, more let me ask active and proactive. And and they're not doing it. So let me ask. Let me ask you this. You know, we got a lot of a lot of famous African-American TV evangelists out here. Yeah. Faith based leaders. Mm -hmm. When these shootings have occurred, have you seen them out there leading? a No, no, no. I mean, I, there there are a few small guys, um, you know, but and, I'm talking about I'm talking about the very prominent ones. No, no. Are you really seeing them? Yeah. Even within the, in their own pulpits, not even in the streets. Yeah. Are you seeing them making profound statements? No. In their in, in their just. There's only one pastor, and he runs ads. I forgot his name. Uh, he runs ads nationally on all formats. And one thing he said in terms of you know stop calling these murderers, stop calling them, and call it what it is. Call it terror. Um, you know, and he's the only one I've ever heard to broadcast a message. Um, but, I, you know, I agree. And that's what's troubling about the racism that's occurring, because this is a hard issue, you know, and 
And you can't, you know, and, and, and I'm just a big believer. Uh, and, and, you know, they teach you in journalism school a lot of the, you know, key, key, uh, God, so, uh, what do you call them? Supreme Court decisions were based on the fact that you can't necessarily legislate morality in communities. You know, you could put laws together, but morality is, you know, morality is what morality is in many cases. And this is a hard issue. And I think it's going to take the faith based community to get involved and, and, and get people. Uh, at least put them on the spot to to make a change, and until then, it's just going to continue. People are going to be emboldened. Yeah, minister in, in North Carolina, Doctor William Barber. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He on a poverty, a poor people's campaign. Yeah. Right. Are you seeing the the noted celebrity evangelist in America marking him on that? Yeah. No. I mean, we're not even talking. He's fine. We're just talking about poor people in poverty. Mm-hmm. Well, there was an article, and I got to find it that that asked, "Is is the is the war on poverty on poverty over?" Which was pretty profound. <laughs> <laughs> poverty is all, as they, as the Bible says, poverty the poor will always be with us. You know, so I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna fall into Sessions land and misquote. All right. Uh, Rand, what you got, man? How you rapping this? Man, I, I ranted about thing, man. I, I really don't have much more to say. Man, you know? <laughs> uh, and other, I mean, really, other than, you know, uh, with the Supreme Court justice, call up your representatives. Let them know how you feel. Uh, make sure you register to vote. Uh, do everything you have to do right now to get your registrations gone. And participate in some of your local uh, primaries so that when November comes around, you're eligible to vote. Yeah, I agree. That's that's critical right now. You know, we can't miss we can't miss going to the polls. Anything else? Yeah. No, man. You know, uh, and you know, I want to thank our listeners out there, you know, for, for what they do, and thank you, Tommy, and uh, you know, what you do. So glad to be here, bro. That's all. Glad that's to all be I here. Got. Yep. Hey, one more one more thing too, uh, and and I'll mention this again uh, next week. We're gonna have. Um, of course, uh, I'm, I'm excited to have First Lady on. You know how much I love music, man. So when the music folks reach out to me and want to be on, I got to get them on. So First Lady from Chicago. So we'll talk some house. And, and of course, uh, you know, Evie and uh, Caring for Others, um, you know, Kids Need Shoes. And we're going to make sure we'll put that on the podcast to help out. Website is caring, C-A-R-I-N-G, for the number four others.org. Uh, you can go on to help. And again, Big thanks, man. Nabate, July 20th. July 20th, y'all. <laughs> Get out. Get That's out. what? What's that? Friday, right? Yeah, it's next Friday. But you could go on Amazon. Uh, I think it's, it's on Amazon and iTunes. You could go on. Definitely on Amazon. You can pre-order pre-order the album on Amazon. And, uh, man, I was real excited, man, because uh, we did a, I did a tweet for the guys being on the show, man. And Chuck D grabbed the tweet and retweeted. I'm, I, as a groupie, I'm in heaven. Public enemy. That's my group. That's right, man. Public enemy, man. Hey, man, um, don't forget, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GP3 underscore homies. And and you can can give us some, you know, give us some love. Show us some support. Uh, The other thing, if you can't show us some support there, definitely go uh, to iTunes and and give us us a rating. Give us five star. Give us your reviews. We'd appreciate it. Uh, castropolis.net uh, all the information is there for our podcast and you'll hear it coming up man Rand 
as always, bruh, always a pleasure to have you on, man. And, uh, you know, with that, number 97 is in the can and we up out of here. Peace. All right. Take care. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap SB the G, graphics Lady J. Thanks for listening.